This is the So You Are a Former Athlete podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring the effects that losing your athlete identity has on adult life. From community to routine integration to finding new passions, we've got you covered. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to So You're a Former Athlete and podcast. Today's episode is a good one. It's So You're a Former Athlete and you struggled finding a community once you ended your sports career. So if you're a former athlete and you found it hard to find your people outside of your old teammates, you are not alone. It's Liz here, and I'm here with Alyssa. I know this is a topic that I've definitely struggled with since moving on from my career as a swimmer. From spending years together with the same people, early mornings, late nights, weekends competing, lifelong friendships are often made when you are on a sports team. When the time comes for it to end, when your sports career comes to a close and you move on to the next chapter, finding community can often be very challenging and scary. We are here today to support you and let you know that you're not alone if you currently are or have had a similar struggle. Just a quick reminder, rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you enjoyed this podcast episode. So let's jump in. Like I said, most of us former athletes know what it's like to be on the team, know what it's like to have this built-in community around you, this like-minded individuals all working towards the same goal, respective of your sport. And when you kind of transition from athletics to this post-athletic life, You go from having an instant group of friends to both moving on from that group while trying to start anew and find your place elsewhere. This can often be a lonely and isolating experience. And I know I've gone through it. Hermie, um, do you want to add anything? Have you experienced this before? Yeah, this is definitely something that I've struggled with. And I honestly continue to struggle with as I've moved a lot as an adult. I also want to point out that there is a difference between the friendships that you make in adulthood and the bond that you create with teammates. For one, you may have known your teammates when you were a kid growing up and becoming an adult. But more than that, sports requires a level of like vulnerability of you're putting yourself out there. You're putting literally your body, sweat, tears on the line day after day. And they're doing that alongside you. That level of camaraderie, that level of trust, that level of friendship isn't made one as quickly in adulthood or as common. Definitely. And also these people are with you, not just in your sport. Like you said, this vulnerability, they're seeing you cry. They're seeing you get frustrated. They're seeing you get angry. They're seeing you change in the locker room. So many different areas of vulnerability, but most of the time they're also in classes with you. They know what's going Mm -hmm. on in your family life, right? So they kind of become this support system, so to speak, for you in a, in a big way. So trying to find a community and make new friends once you leave athletics, like I said, can be very hard, can be challenging. And making new friends, I want to highlight, can feel intimidating. Some people find it pretty easy to be social and go and meet a whole new bunch of friends after college or after high school athletics. I know from my experience, it was daunting. Uh, it's normal <laughs> to feel like you may never feel as seen or as heard by those who were teammates. My two best friends still to this day are my college teammates. We did everything together and we live in different Mm -hmm. places, but I've really tried to find other people. I don't want to displace them. They're still my best friends, but how to also invite room to meet other people that can live in the same place as me and we can do some similar activities. 
in tandem with, you know, finding new people and getting yourself out there and meeting new people, you're also grieving this loss of community. So my two best Mm -hmm. friends, right, when we left college, they moved to different places. We are no longer getting up early together or going to night practice together. Group chats go unanswered. People change. People move on. I definitely felt the sense of loss in like, now what? Now what do I do? Who am I going to hang out with? I miss them. We can't talk as much. So making so many new transitions, also getting a new job, maybe moving somewhere or returning back home to your childhood home, which can be daunting in itself. It all can be very overwhelming. And we're here to just normalize if you're feeling or resonating with anything here that we're identifying. And loneliness is such a real thing nowadays, not only for former athletes, but honestly, the whole world, especially after the pandemic and in the United States specifically, where most of this country is not walkable. For most of us, when we were in college or would walk to our neighbors to go hang out in high school or middle school, those were the times that we were able to just walk over to our friends to have access to that community so readily. And when you become an adult, that's just not accessible. And it's something that many people take for granted. But more than anything, I just really want to emphasize that so many people feel lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's kind of I- ironic how prevalent loneliness is in the world. We're all going to jobs and taking on more things, more roles, not to mention that there's screen time just crazy elevated these days. And so that's like deeper connection that maybe you made when you were younger. It is not only harder outside of the sports space, but just in general, I think that it's harder nowadays. Yeah, definitely. And and you made you a good point with the screen time. I mean, how many people's jobs now have transitioned to remote work and yeah. how much of our socialization is via social media, via Instagram, via TikTok, yeah. via Facebook. So that in-person community can be even more difficult to find that connection because we're so used to talking to a screen. Um, It's a very different world and great point to bring up, Alyssa. I want to ask you a question. What did you personally find hardest about leaving your former soccer community? I know that you still play in current time in a different league, Mm -hmm. but as far as leaving your lifelong teammates, what was the biggest challenge for you there? I just don't know what to do with myself sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really don't. I used to be able to pull up on people in my car and be like, get in. Like we're 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 just gonna drive around for five hours. And I definitely am someone that resonates really hard with this episode that like loneliness is struggling to make friends. I've been told that I can be intimidating or like rough around the edges. So it's, it's something I've worked on, but making friends has never really been my strong suit. So the hardest part for me, for sure, is finding that space where, you know, you walk into a room and everyone's like, oh, hey, her, we're like, hey, Liz, what's up? Like, we were waiting for you. Where have you been? And mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably sports was the last time I had that. And that's okay. It's part of growing up. But I think that I miss that more than almost anything when we talk about sports. Yeah, I feel that. I feel as I've gotten older, it's definitely gotten harder and harder. It's, um, you know, I think entering a career quickly after college was a little helpful for me because I bonded with people in my job, but then you move on. You know, we both traveled all over the United States for our own jobs and 
those people, it's hard to continue to stay in contact and maintain those bonds when you are moving around and people get into relationships, people change, like I said. So, and people make their own friend groups, like new, different friend groups. Right. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a journey, I think, through each season of life. And how do we embrace that? How do we see that this, we acknowledge that it is scary and can be overwhelming, but we also know that we have been here before and it has been scary before making friends when you joined a new team or when you entered a new class and you didn't know anybody. Maybe you went to a new school, you had to start all over. So how do we shift from this loss of community and loss of your people into finding a new space, being seen and heard, feeling like you can connect with new people. And we're here to kind of help you with that right now. So the first thing that I really want to encourage is to give yourself grace while navigating this time. Really give yourself permission to lean on other support systems near or far. If you have old friends, old teammates, continuing to maintain those relationships and also acknowledging that this process does take time and that's okay. This is a great time to Remind yourself, just because you've left one community doesn't mean you won't find another. So like I said, at one time or another, you left middle school and went on to high school sports or you left high school sports for college sports. So you've done this before. You can do this again with each new season of life. You've learned to find your place and find your tribe. Maybe this tribe is different every single time, but that's the beauty of getting older and growing and you will find your people. And we're here to really encourage that. So where do you find those people? Can you brainstorm places you frequent where you engage with like-minded people, whether it be gyms, fitness classes, even coffee shops, work, spiritual communities? The places that you're going to most often that you really enjoy is their opportunity to talk to someone new or to introduce yourself and say that this is a community you haven't really connected with, but you're looking to meet new people. I know that I've worked with clients who are struggling with this and they've joined a club or an intramural team. They've tried a new hobby and they've really surprised them, surprised themselves as far as they've met new people and they've really enjoyed it. But it was so fearful. They were so fearful in the beginning to take that leap of faith and trying something new, but it all paid off in the end. Just keep an open mind. Uh, try to be open to new opportunities, experiences. And like I said, keep in touch with your former teammates, carve out time to maintain these friendships and relationships if they're still pouring into your cup. Anything to add, Hermie? Yeah. I'm just thinking back to myself a year ago, a little over a year ago before I had a coach or really started to dive into the inner workings of why do I struggle to make friends, like putting myself out there. And I remember going to a yoga class for the first time by myself without inviting anyone else because I wanted to go and meet meet people. And it was so scary. It was so scary to do that. And I was so proud of myself. And it took a lot of mental work to work up like the courage, the confidence to walk into a place and say, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know who any of you people are. Can I join in? And like, do you maybe want to be my friend in the future? I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, what's your number? It's just, it's, so there's also a level of like courage and confidence that you might not have right away and that's okay. And that's also something that can be worked on with a coach too. That fear factor of meeting new people, being somewhere new, and then you go and like everyone else knows each other. Like it, it is very daunting, but this is really such a great time to get to know yourself a little more, to learn more about yourself. Letting go of one community 
opens the doors to literally anything. There's so many different things you can do at that point. Try new things out, see what you like. I know I also got surprised by the number of people I related to that weren't necessarily former athletes or were really good at something else that inspired me to go learn like painting or drawing or my upstairs neighbor does like cricket and embroidery. I embroidered something the other day. I never would have thought that I could embroider. Yeah. Yeah. So diversifying your friend group is really a great way to become a more well-rounded person in general. And it's a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. Something else I wanted to add, I think to now I'm single and I, I know that when I'm in a relationship, it can be hard to continue to find, I think, a social community too, when So you do find your people for a little bit after athletics and you maybe get into a relationship and you get in a job and you just have um, this group already there. And then I know that when my relationship ended, I kind of felt lost all over again. So it, it can be extra daunting, you know, if you have a loss as far as losing somebody that you, you know, were romantically involved with or losing a best friend if they changed or became a different person. And it's important to also give yourself grace grieving that whole process and understand that this too shall pass. There are people out there who are going to resonate with you and connect with you and just be patient. And um, like you said, continue to view this as an opportunity to know yourself more. And I thank you for saying that because I think I really needed to hear that today. Yeah. So I have a question for you. What are some cool things that you've learned from other people or interesting things that are not former athletes or weren't your teammates? That's a loaded question, I think, right? I don't think we ever really think about all the things that we've learned from other people that we didn't necessarily have. One thing in mind is skiing. Uh, I, when I was young, knew how to ski. We skied like every once in a while. And then when I lived in Denver for a little bit on a travel nursing contract, I made a new group of friends and they were all really into skiing. And that was the time that I, I was a little nervous still because coming from a a water sport to a land sport, we're always a little nervous, (laughs) but they really taught me to embrace being a beginner and they met me where I'm at and they did not make me feel pressured. They did not make me feel less than because I didn't know how to ski as well as them. I really learned how to embrace being a beginner and developing confidence in in skiing over time. And it was really cool to have a group around you who just was positive and boosted you up. And when I felt like I wasn't getting it or I was getting frustrated, they were there to really cheer me on. And I think that's something that I really learned was how to trust myself in learning a new skill, especially a new sport as far as skiing goes. Some other things, um, skills that I've learned from other people that were not in the the swimming community. Art. Yeah. Art was a really big one. Um, I'm not a very artistic person. I'm a very black and white thinker. I don't know if Alessa, you resonate with that too, but just leaning a little bit more into my creative side. I've met more people who are more into drawing and painting and music and all of these things that I've never really tapped into because I've been so focused on the athletic world and on competition Mm -hmm. and making new friends who are just able to have this like free creative spirit and get so involved and invested in painting or creating whatever they love to create is something I've really admired because I think there's more room in my day-to-day in my life to 
maybe take that black and white thinking out and allow myself to be a little more creative and flow and things like that. I thought of some things for myself as well. Like not only did we have the community, but we had structured time to be with that community probably like every single weekend, multiple times a week. Like what the heck is everyone else doing when you're not doing that? (laughs) And the friends that I have now that aren't former athletes, they are way more purposeful with coordinating and coming together to do community things than a lot of my former athlete friends. Mm. And I think that's because that was just something that we had, like we were so lucky to already have the space where our community would be together multiple times. And so I know I struggle with like coordinating community gatherings. That sounds like I'm like doing something, but like with friends, with my friends, I know that I am not often the person to try and coordinate everything. And I wonder if that's just because I never had to when I was younger, but my friends that I have that aren't former athletes will go do a picnic or a game night. And I love that. I love that they reach out, they coordinate and that they have the confidence to do that without worrying if people will show up because that's something that I definitely struggled with post athletics when I was making new friends is it scared the absolute shit out of me to host a party or host a game night because I'm like no one's going to come no one really wants to be here that this is probably my own inner workings I don't necessarily know if this is something every former athlete has so if you're listening and this is you I would love to have a little bit of external validation that I'm, (laughs) I'm not the only one that feels like that but um yeah people are just courageous they're like hey do you want to come over tomorrow night with my five other friends, I'm hosting something. It's super casual. That is not casual for me. That is like full blown (laughs) stress cleaning. Like I have to think about that weeks in advance. And I wonder, I I don't know. I wonder if that's something that I carry with me from sports. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm there with you. And also I think it's so normalized to just like go like to make drinking involved with community as far as like, Oh, let's go to a bar or we're going out here. And I think coming from the athletic world, we weren't, of course, we had our fun and we had our time off, but like we did not spend so much of our time involved in that life. Yeah. So it's not something that still fires me up, especially now at this age of 30, like been there, done that. I don't want to find my community that's out going drinking every single night or out yeah. like partying till 3 a.m. Like I'm in a place where I want to find like minded people who are driven and are taking care of themselves and have passions and hobbies and game nights and yeah, picnics, things outside of the normal social, the social norms, so to speak of, yeah, every weekend we just like go to the, go to the bar. Um, Yeah. I think that's a kind of a common theme right now where we were isolated, I guess, from the pandemic and now people can be together and the, everything is open and fun again, but there is communities to be found in all different places. It doesn't have to be just uh, in one area or one box, so to speak. Anything else you want to add before we close it off? I don't think so. Well, so losing, you know, this close knit community created by sports is one of the most painful parts of retiring from competitive sports. We've obviously both been there. <laughs> However, we're here to tell you it's not all bad. This offers the opportunity for deeper self-discovery, to explore other ways to meet people, to maybe find people who resonate with you more in the season of life that you're in. I'm here to tell you, you will find your tribe in adulthood just like you did through sports. Be patient, be open. It will happen. If you need a little bit of courage and confidence, reach out to us. We will be there to boost you up and let you know that you're not alone. 
If you like this episode and resonate, please be sure, like I said, to like our podcast on Apple or Spotify. And as a reminder, like I just said, you could always message us on our socials, on Facebook, or go to our websites to sign up for a free intro call for our coaching containers. To be kept in the loop on episode topics and coaching spaces, like our Facebook page, so you're a former athlete and, and meet us back here for our next episode. We are so happy to be here each week, every single episode. We love doing this. So thank you for all of your support. Army, anything else? No, I just, I hope that this offers another community outlet for people where they can connect because it is for me. Yeah. Great point. If you are looking for another community, this is here for you. We are here for you. We are your tribe. We are your people. Of course, we want you to get out there and explore new opportunities, but this is a safe space. This is a connection space. Mm -hmm. Utilize it how you would like. We are here for you. So on that note, we're going to end there. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here for the next one. Bye. Bye.